Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Lord, teach us to pray. Those were the sincere words of Jesus' disciples as they watched him pray time after time. Well, Jesus absolutely complied with their request, and he did teach them to pray. And that is what is th- this series is all about. As I wrap up this series with this, the final podcast in, in this series, there is an important word on prayer from Jesus that we absolutely cannot overlook. It's best illustrated by a verse in Luke chapter 18. It's verse 1. It says this, Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not to lose heart. What a word from our Lord Jesus Christ about prayer. Let's just break that down for a moment. He first of all said, at all times. What do you think that means? When I look at it, I believe it means it should be a lifestyle. It should be something that absolutely permeates our life. Prayer, part of the way we think, part of the way we operate and act. And then he said, at all times, We ought to pray, ought to pray. And when I think about that phrase, I think about the fact that it is our great privilege. Can you imagine having access to the most powerful office in the world, the office of the President of the United States? Now that is not going to happen for the large majority of us. But we do have access to the very throne room of God. And, and it's not limited. It's 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. What a privilege. And, and uh, I fear it is sometimes an underused and underappreciated privilege. The fact that we can talk directly to God and that God hears us as followers of Christ. And then the rest of that, at all times we ought to pray and not to lose heart. Isn't it interesting that Jesus would say that? Not to lose heart. He is recognizing there that challenges, difficulties, and even bouts of discouragement can come into our lives. Life is not easy, and living for the Lord Jesus Christ is not easy. No matter what some of these charlatans and these false prophets out here are saying, you know, come to Jesus and, and the rest of your life you won't, you'll be healthy, wealthy, and, and uh, things will just go well, and that's the way it's supposed to be for every Christian. Well, that's a lie, and it's not what Jesus taught. Jesus said you should not lose heart. How do we not lose heart? How do we deal with the challenges, the difficulties, the discouragement uh, of life? How do we deal with it? At all times, we ought to pray. That's what Jesus said. What a word. Persistent prayer. And so, uh, Jesus in in, uh, Luke chapter 11 is responding now to his disciples as they have said, Lord, teach us. To pray, And as they did that, he gave what we are calling uh, the model prayer for the second time. The first time he gave it was way back when he was on the, on the uh, mount and he gave the Sermon on the Mount. You know, that very well-known sermon in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. 
and and part of that sermon was then teaching on how to pray through what's called the Lord's Prayer. It's actually the model prayer. That was the first time he gave it, but now this is the second time as he is alone with his disciples and they've watched him. They've just finished watched, watching him pray and they've asked him to teach teach them to pray. And, and here the model prayer is, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive our sins. For we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. Now, this this particular one is just a slightly different from the first one, but they're they're basically the same. And I have taught on a previous podcast in this series, uh, actually two of them, uh, what that model prayer meant. And I'm not going to rehash that today, but I would encourage you to go back and listen to those those other podcasts if you haven't done that in this series. But then Jesus didn't finish by telling them the model prayer. He went on to give them a story that presents or or that teaches persistence in prayer. And this uh, story of persistence goes like this in verse 5. Then he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and goes to him at midnight and says to him, friend, lend me three loaves, three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine has come to me from a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And from inside he answers and says, Do not bother me. The door has already been shut, and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence he will get up and give him as much as he needs Now, this story of persistence uh, tells us a few things. First of all, we see that a a need arose. Here this man uh, gets company, and maybe it's unexpected company, and it's late at night, and he uh, and he's traveled, and you know they didn't come in a car, or a plane, or a train. They were walking or riding a donkey or a camel or something like that. It wasn't easy, and he gets in very late, and this friend has nothing to set before him, nothing to feed him. So he has a real need there to be able to be hospitable to his friend and and to help him curb his hunger. And so here's what he does. He thinks, well, I've got a a friend uh, just down the street and I can go ask him for something. And so a request is made to his friend at a very unusual hour. Jesus said he went to him at midnight At midnight, can you imagine that, knocking on the door and saying, friend, friend, I need something here. And and he asks for uh, just three loaves of bread. Now, now that's not um, uh, an unreasonable request. So he asks for that. But there is an inconvenience here. It's midnight. and, And his friend says, don't bother me. The door's already been shut and my children and I are in bed. It's it's the middle of the night. I can't get up. And in these situations here, in those days, it's most likely that there, there was a one-room house and, and they were all in the same room sleeping. And so it would have been very inconvenient for this man to get up and wake up his children to, to answer this request. Uh, such an inconvenient request. But do you know what? The request ended up being fulfilled. The, the Bible says uh, that Jesus said that, that he ended up giving him as much as he needed. He would give him as much as he needed. But there's a reason for that. And the reason is this. He says he will not get up and give him anything because he's his friend. So friendship is not the reason. The reason is it's because of his persistence. And do you know, don't miss this. 
Do you know that that word persistence there literally means shamelessness? <laughs> you know, if you're going to a, a friend's house at midnight and you're knocking on the door and they say, you know, in effect, this is not a good time, but you keep knocking and keep knocking, that's pretty shameless, isn't it? It's pretty shameless to keep on persisting. I really need this. And knock, knock, knock. I want you to remember that. Shamelessness, persistence, that's the point that Jesus is making in this story. And so the application of the story then comes in verse 9. In verse 9, Jesus says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For... Everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Here it is. And, and you know, unfortunately in our English translations, we missed the verb tense of the original language, the Koine Greek, in which this New Testament was written. Uh, it's not ask and seek and knock, but rather the verb tense there is keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Remember that persistence, that shamelessness? Come to the Heavenly Father and keep on. Just knock, 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 knock. Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. And then uh, that, that, is, that is the point. And the answer is everyone who keeps on asking and who keeps on, uh, on asking receives. And he that keeps on seeking finds. And he that keeps on knocking, it will be open. That's what Jesus said there in verse 10. The answer is it'll be open. You will receive. You will find, but you have to shamelessly persist in prayer. And there's a comparison that Jesus gives in verse 11. Now, suppose one of you fathers is asked by his son for a fish. He will not give him a snake instead of the fish, will he? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a, a scorpion? If then you, being evil or tainted by sin, is the point, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Here is a comparison. It is uh, comparing you fathers, us fathers, to our Heavenly Father. And if us fathers who are tainted by sin, who are imperfect, who fall down, who make bad choices sometimes. But if we, who are bound up by, by this difficulty of sin and the sin, and sin nature and the flesh, if we would still end up giving good gifts to our children when we ask them versus giving them something awful, like a snake or a scorpion, if we would do that, how much more will our Heavenly Father, who is perfect, who is righteous, who is sinless, how much more will He not give us what we ask? Now, you've got to understand and remember that when we ask, we're not asking for um, uh, things selfishly so that we can get, get rich or whatever. We're not asking for that. Uh, we ask in Jesus' name. And that's not tacking on that phrase at the end of a prayer, but in Jesus' name is according to His will, according to His purposes, according to what He wants, according to what brings Him glory and honor. 
And all of that is found in the Word of God. So we pray right, of course. This is not just carte blanche. Okay, I want I want a brand new uh, Mercedes Benz, or I want a brand new whatever you want, or a big house, or or fancy name brand watch. I, I want a, a big big money in my bank account. That is not the point here. But the point is for the kingdom of God, for God's best purposes, according to God's will. If we ask. We are promised that he will give it to us. And he is, Jesus himself is, is saying to us, don't quit asking. You know, you can't bother God by coming over and over and over again. You cannot bother God. Jesus is saying, shamelessly come and keep asking, seeking, and, and knocking. And so, make it a matter of prayer. Men ought always, at all times, to pray and not to lose heart. That's the words of Jesus. We're told by the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 6, pray at all times, verse 18. In Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, Paul reminds us to devote ourselves, to devote ourselves to prayer. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, Paul tells us, pray without ceasing. In other words, make it a part of your lifestyle again, just as Jesus taught. And so, as we wrap up this series on prayer... Um, again, along with the disciples of Jesus, we too are followers of Jesus. Let us make it this our prayer. Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray in the way you would want us to pray. Help us to be willing to come to you as a matter of lifestyle on an ongoing basis. Not to depend on ourselves, but to depend on you. Teach us to shamelessly persist in prayer and to pray according to your will. I invite you, I encourage you to go back and listen through uh, these uh, six podcasts again on, on prayer. And, and I encourage you to allow God to help you to grow in your prayer life because what a great privilege it is to have access to Almighty God at all times. Well, as we wrap up this series, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.